El Horrible. Horrible. El Horrible and Vidabla. Give them their props. Let me uh, add uh, the core diff. Hello, Mama. I'm not going to lie. I could watch Tukey all day long. Tukey's fantastic. Tukey's amazing. I'm sorry. Could we talk Tukey a bit? I'm a Tukey guy. I'm a Tukey guy. Oh, my God. He's an idiot. <laughs> I'm not really 16. I'm just scared no one would accept me. The following program is of adult nature and may be inappropriate for persons under the age of 18. The following program is a adult nature. May not be suitable for some of my friends. It's time for Lies. Welcome to the second attempt at uh, Be Dabbling Live on this Sunday morning. I am your host, 16-year-old YouTube sensation, broadcasting from his mother's basement high above the Rocky Mountains. My name is El Harible. How are you? My God, this feels so much better. I can see the chat. I can see people. Everything is wonderful. So let us not procrastinate. I will bring everyone on. OJ, Carlos, Whoa. William Loney, Bill Loney. Hello, everyone. Welcome Everybody. to Be Dabbling Live. Hello, Bill Loney. How are you? Terrific. And yourself? I'm great. I love your chef hat. I know you've My been bad. doing a lot of cooking streams lately. I have. Did you have that hat professionally made? <laughs> no. You did that yourself? No, my girlfriend did it. I, I write like a retard. I was gonna say it's fantastic. It is. It is. I'm I'm very assuming, hold on one one second. We have a uh, a fifth person. Oh no! Which is a stick. <laughs> it's a stick on the ground. Oh, I thought that might be a dowel, but you're right. Oh, it is uh, a stick. Hello, it's me, Cardiff Electric. Who is that with stick? Cardiff. I am. It's my new gimmick. It's fantastic. I know Cardiff has felt uh, that Tukey has been overshadowing him a little bit, so I know he's looking for some kind of new gimmick. I like. I think this. I found it. I think. I think he did. I like. <laughs> I like the stick. Does the stick have a name, or is this going to be the new Cardiff Electric? Uh, it's called. Tukey can go fuck himself, stick. All right. <laughs> go back to what you're doing. Thank you for making a cameo uh, appearance. Go 
Galaga. Galaga. Cardiff is not available today. Cardiff is doing other things. Uh, but yes, thank you to everyone who uh, was in the first uh, attempt at this. I don't know what happened. I was trying to stream to kick for the first time because I don't like Twitch anymore. Twitch won't let me use the word Tukey in my titles. So Interesting. It, yeah, because I, I guess Tukey is slang for pussy. Um, they won't let me use it in the title. So I, I'm, I'm starting to say fuck Twitch, and I found this new thing kick i know zero dark anthony has been using it and uh some other people half the pedophiles in the united states use it oh shit wait no not that kick are you talking about kik yeah sorry okay no 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 that's not that app oh okay so there actually is a new (laughs) streaming uh service called kick k-i-c-k okay and and uh yeah it's supposed to be the twitch competitor Thank you, Dave Dow, for Tukey Rocks. Okay, so thank you, Carlos Danger, for being here. Thank you, Bill Loney, for being here. Sorry, Bill Loney. We got a little sidetracked by Cardiff, the electric stick. It's fine. <laughs> but, yes, you have been doing um, cooking live streams lately. And what does your hat say? Kumi is cooks. Kumi is cooks. That's fantastic. You said your girlfriend wrote that with, like, her hands. That's, like, beautiful uh no, with her fucking feet. Well, no, I didn't know if she traced it or just wrote it. <laughs> no, she just wrote it, man. She's wow, that's, that's really good. Looks really great. It is. It's it's fantastic. Ooh, yeah. Birch the Great. This is an interesting idea. Tukey hot tub streams. Oh wow! I don't know how to do that without getting Tukey completely wet, and then Tukey's eventually going to fall apart. I'm already worried that I only have one Tukey because the guy that I bought Tukey from on eBay, he's like disappeared because I was actually going to try and get another Tukey made and um, he's like disappeared. I got to find him. But yeah, I don't Wait know. A second. Wait a second. Tukey wasn't just hanging out. I thought it was just like your sister, just random no. toy laying around. That was special ordered. Wow. Well, I, I bought it for so <laughs> I got for like, the hot tub stream. I just want to say put it on your dick. Oh, sure. Uh, I bought Tukey with COVID relief money. <laughs> so I had a COVID relief check. Oh, you Kevin Brennan? Yes. And uh, I had nothing to do, with, really, because I was still working. So I don't know why we even got COVID relief checks. But anyway, I was like, I'm going to spend this on the stupidest thing I can think of. And uh, I had an idea to make like an adult, like, I wasn't streaming or doing anything at the time with YouTube. So I wanted to create like an adult, um, like kid show and, uh, Tukey was going to be the main star. But then I have a friend who actually is a like live streamer who has like 400,000 subscribers. Like she blew up during COVID and she was like, don't make a kid show in any way, shape or form. You're never going to be able to make money because YouTube's just going to keep shutting you down because it looked, you know, um so tukey just sat around forever um and uh my little sister it didn't even have an interest in tukey uh so tukey was just sitting around and then that one day i was just watching chad watch mlc and i was like i want to comment on this but i don't want to do it as el harible so i just picked up tukey and that was it the true origin story of tukey i had well, no idea well tukey, tukey actually came on to uh opie's live stream first and uh 
he had no gimmick. Like, I didn't know what to do. I had no gimmick. I had nothing. I didn't have anything when I went on talking about Chad, but at least it flowed better. So if you actually, if if someone finds that clip, I don't remember what episode it was, but there was an episode of Opie's radio where Tukey made his first ever on-screen appearance. Awesome. Um, but Are I we ever going to see the Ray puppet again? I know it was a one-time thing, right? As yes. far as I know. No, 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 no. Ray puppet will be back. Um, Ray puppet was, I asked Ray puppet to be on the last Tukey stream, uh, but he had some things to do. Um, Being a diva. Right. He's driving across the country to do an uh, open mic. So he, he's, yeah, it's hard to get him. <laughs> yes. Ray puppet has been driving across the country doing uh, coffee shops and ice cream shops and anyone who will have them. Mexican restaurants. All that kind of stuff. Picking up the characters at Sesame Place. Picking up the <laughs> characters at Sesame Place. Tuki is awesome with Ray. Thank you, Icy Uno. Yeah. Ray always sends Tuki a link, but Tuki is not always available. A lot of time, Tuki is in bed watching Ray. And then all of a sudden, Tuki will hear, Where's Tiki? Where's Tiki? Hey, where's Tiki? I sent him a link. <laughs> I sent him a link. I don't know where he is. I sent him a link. So. But yes, Carlos, thank you for joining us. Like I said, uh, in the uh, first try of this episode, it's always good to have you on. There's so much that has happened this week in this universe of ours. The entertainment verse is what I will now be calling it. Hack I'm still calling it the devil verse. I think hack verse is pretty good. Hack verse is pretty good. I mean, you can't get really much more on the nose than that. Uh, but yeah, ton of shit uh, happened this week. And I guess we'll start. I mean, I don't have much on it, but uh, it's kind of, you know, a big event in our world. This is a Stuttering John special report. So all of a sudden, everybody yesterday started getting alerts on their phones. I don't know if you gentlemen did, but if you uh, get, you know, click the bell on Stuttering John, all of a sudden it was like Jesus rose again. I got so many messages from people. Is this real? Is this real? I'm like, I guess we're all watching it. I don't know what we're watching. Carlos, where were you when you got the notification? I believe I was watching Cardiff's stream. I think we he, all were. Yeah. Cardiff was yeah. trying to figure out whether it was real or not. And there was that moment where Cardiff got really excited and you could you could feel it. It was, yeah, as if he had seen the face of God for a moment there on the stream. Cardiff was doing a little heavy breathing, I noticed. He was so excited. Oh, that's hilarious. You know why? Because I actually was not watching Cardiff. I was doing something else. And then I watched John and then I went back and saw that Cardiff was on. Um, but that's awesome. Yeah, Cardiff was streaming and Cardiff actually got the live uh, the live update there. And there were all these updates happening in his uh, comment section. I think uh, uh, Carl from WATP was in there giving some updates. Yes. Yes. Speaking of which, uh, I do have, uh, what was it? Stuttering John. Stuttering John back. Yes. Jules David actually was the one that uh, let everyone know in Cardiff's uh, stream that John was on. Yes. Yep. And John is there. He's circled. He's in the chat. He said, just a test. I'll be back soon. Wow. But can we believe that? John has said that many times before. He's tickled our nutbags. <laughs> Only to leave us with blue balls. Bill Loney, where were you when you heard the news that the great dabbler was back? I, too, was watching Cardiff Electric stream. Traitors! Unfortunately. 
And now all that John did was play this horrible, crappy song on his free StreamYard account. As you can see, the, the little StreamYard duck or mallard for the Aussie guy is there in the corner. So John is not paying for StreamYard. We need to find any twist or any story here we can find because <laughs> it was very short. I think I believe it was only like under four minutes. Right. I'm sitting here reading his chat. Yeah. I wonder. Oh, wow. That's fascinating. I know we have to find, you know, pick every little thing. And obviously he put, it was some song called Bigly Hands because, you know, John wants to use his hands to jerk off to Donald Trump every day. <laughs> Fucking let it go, man. Right. But yeah, so that was interesting. Does anyone really believe that John is coming back? I mean, it is summer. If John is a teacher, he doesn't really have much going on this summer. Making that sweet $100,000 a year. As much as I want to believe he's coming back, I feel like he's he's just trolling us. Yep. Yeah, I agree. A thousand percent. Carlos? I, I don't know. I, I'm, of course, on the fence. I'm trying to think about the, the Dabbleverse is so much different than it was when he left, what, around Halloween, right? Right it before exactly DabbleCon? His last episode was Halloween. That was the last time John broadcasted because the next day was November 1st. And everyone got charged, and I believe that was the day he did the Three Stooges thing, and then I, that's it. He was gone. Yeah. Yep. Like the the there's so many different factions now in the Dabbleverse. You know, people are with Chad. Not that Chad is actually the Dabbleverse, but you know what I mean. No, I, I, everybody I, I jumps know. ship. They ju- they go from host to host. There's so many different teams. It used to be the whole world sort of not against John, but mocking John. Maybe he can manipulate this into some type of audience, align with somebody. There's that. There's the sweet allure of the super chats. He must miss that easy money. Vince the lawyer. Maybe he'll come back. Vince lawyer says, "Yo, be dabbler." My John video pulled John out of retirement. Yeah, John was in. John was in his uh, chat, and I'm pretty. I'm 95% sure it was John just by the way he was typing. Sure. Um, Yeah, Vince did a reaction stream to when uh, Howard was berating his staff and John. He told you it was where I think I, it was where I got my name from. Where he called him obnoxious. You're not funny. Yes. You're obnoxious. Um, and yeah, John was in his chat commenting, basically telling Vince he was a piece of shit. Mm. Well, hey, um, if there's also, one person that can pull him back, it would be Vince, right? Yeah, Somehow, I, I, I agree. Uh, we have someone backstage. I don't know if we want to bring him on now. Or... Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Let's bring him on. Oh, who's this? Oh, hello. It's a, a Cardiff electric bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello, Cardiff Electric Bag. You drew some eyes there. Uh, yeah, uh, no, no. I had this uh, custom made just for today. It's my okay. new character. I think I, I like the fact that this one can talk, but yes. I, I still like the stick. Uh, I threw the stick away. Oh, Is this one Asian? That's unfortunate. Is that a bag or just like the bottom of your jeans? <laughs> yes and yes. <laughs> all right uh i don't know about this one cardiff electric no, this, bag this isn't, the, this isn't the tukey killer no i don't well no, i don't know don't think so. i mean it does talk all yes. right this is now my new favorite <laughs> this is now my new favorite all i right. like this stay, better than the stick stay tuned all right thank you cardiff electric bag all right my god 
Uh, Radish Diff, thank you for uh, five, whatever those are. John is quite active on Twitter right now. Thoughts on his return? Because I want a guest on his show. I, I mean, there's a whole summer uh, to behold. And if John is just a you know substitute teacher or full-time teacher, which we know he's not a full-time teacher, but if he is a teacher of any way, he does have the whole summer. Um, I'm kind of interested in that whole Vince thing. That's fascinating that he was in Vince's chat. I did not know that. Um, but yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, I don't know. Maybe he, the dabbler is destined to come back. I mean, he sees what everyone else is doing. Everyone else is doing super. Even Carlos Danger is getting super chats now. It's fucked up. How it's about time. John possibly stay away. And with the whole Trump stuff going on, the election coming up, you'd think it's 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 got to be pulling him. Yes, and that's what I think that was the whole reason he even made an appearance at all. And I'm shocked that he didn't go on camera. He might not be camera ready yet. He might be hitting that gym hard and probably wants a you know <laughs> to reveal some form of transformation. No pun intended. Um, you know, because I I've been hitting the gym because I do plan to be at the next live WATP event in Detroit. So I have been actually kind of, you know, trying to go to the gym a little more and look a little better. Make my na- my debut as a big... I'm going the opposite direction. Guy. I'm going to see how large I can get. I'm hoping to have a stroke by the next event. No. So uh, I just got to give a, I gotta give a quick shout out to Tiff. Whoa, Tiff, uh, thank you. She just gifted five memberships. Oh, Tiff, you are wonderful. Thank you for gifting five memberships. That is wonderful. And yes, again, uh, OJ and I, and uh, maybe we'll find some guests, some friends, or or we'll just put a link out. We're going to do a members-only stream tonight. It's going to be kind of late night. I don't know what time yet, but we will do a late night uh, stream for members only uh, to, to do that. You only have to be in the 399 membership thing. I know there's so many memberships out there. It's ridiculous. I was looking at all the things I'm a member of and uh, those things add up. So I appreciate. She, yes. I was going to say she may have given more. If she did, I apologize. I don't uh, even know you how way. you God know. Damn it, OJ. I don't even know how you know. Oh, uh, oh, I see that in the chat. It says five. It does say five, but I, I, I feel like I'm seeing 10 people. Uh, okay, no, it's just doubling up. I, the, I'm looking at the stream through my phone because StreamYard uh, does not tell us that. Yeah, so no, I have it to doesn't. actually watch it. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Thank you so much, Tiff. That is wonderful. All right, let's get into some more stuff. Uh, as everyone knows, we have been following this. Hostergate Day 28. So, yes, it has been exactly four weeks. I almost put three fingers up with my disgusting nails that I bite. It has been four weeks since the Pottstown Massacre. And it's been so long that Bill Loney has even grown a tail. <laughs> Just saw you wag your tail. That was tremendous. Oh, kitty. But Shuli has commented. The only pussy you get, exactly. Shuli has commented on the posters uh first i'm gonna go through uh the events the way they happen the way they happen dr skeddy tooth john says where are those damn posters laughing face but this is no laughing matter people are mad people are pissed and six of you 
out of 60 all six of you and yes we'll hear about that right now carlos danger and ray devito on the bs show talking to julie any way possible one follow-up julie if i may yeah yeah why did you put ray in charge of the posters for potsdown (laughs) i did not put ray in charge of the post and actually in the next episode of out of the habitat we discussed the posters uh, mm-hmm. and, I, and I break it all down. So uh, there you go. So the six of you who are fuming mad, you'll get your answers. Um, oh, oh, how many people got the posters? Good oh, question, yeah. Ray. Zero, Ray. Right. Right. Better business bureau investigation happening. Right. The Department of Consumer yeah. Protection of Pennsylvania has been contacted, Ray. Mr. Team Player. Under your name. There were posters? Yeah. All right, we'll get into Nine that. Neither are posters. Yeah, get yeah. into that. Well, there wasn't actually, but <laughs> they're I know still coming. To they're they're going to be coming. No, they we have them. They're coming. We got the list of everybody that uh, purchased VIP. We're reaching out to the people who purchased the VIP, and if they want a poster, we are sending it to them. If they're if they don't, then uh, then that's that. Well, but wait a second. You're going to contact them and ask them if they want the poster. You're not just going to send it out as according to the terms of the original. Well, I just have their email. I don't have their address. You know what I mean? So I, I, you know, I can't just fucking dox people and send them shit, you know? Um, So yeah. Excellent question, Carlos. I love the follow-up questions by both Carlos and Ray, but that only leaves more questions than answers. I believe Carlos. Well, I mean, rewatching that, my que- oh, you got a call, huh? My question is like the fact that Ray didn't even know about the poster. Wasn't he supposed to sign one technically? Like that yes, raises a whole. They were all supposed to sign posters. So yes, the fact that Ray didn't even know about the posters was pretty funny. Bobcat, you are on the air, sir. I have not received my email yet to get my poster. <gasps> I'm pissed off. You I'm have- still waiting. All right. Now, Bobcat was at the Pottstown massacre. He was one of the callers during that night on the wrap-up stream. He gave us all the information and was probably the one who revealed to us that they did not get posters. So, Bobcat, you've been in this in the ver- since the very beginning, and you are saying you have not received your email from Shuli yet asking you, even though you already paid, if you want your measly little poster. Yes, no communication whatsoever. So far, it's total bullshit. Also, he lied. He said that no one paid extra for the poster. That's bullshit. If you look at the promotional poster, it said $25 for GA, $30 if you just want the poster, and then $40 for meet and greet and poster. And so I didn't get a poster. And at the end, he let... He let everybody do meet and greet. So I basically got completely fucking ripped off. Yep. And I think that is the overall consensus by people who did, you know, pay for these uh, higher tiers. Because I don't know if Shuli said it in that clip, but he definitely says it in the next clip. And I was going to get to that where Shuli says, like, I don't know what the big thing is. No one paid anything extra for these posters. That's not true. They did. Like, there was a, a literal middle tier just for the posters. And then you paid even more if you wanted the meet and greet and the posters. And like you're saying, by the, exactly. end of, by the end of the night, everyone got the meet and greet. So, And that's what I've said about all these events that try and promote a meet and greet as an additional pay thing. No one is hanging out backstage the entire time. Like the whole thing is a meet and greet. 
So I think these shows have to figure out some other incentive than the meet and greet thing. Because you're meeting and greeting with these people well, the whole show. Well, Carl does it differently. How does Carl do it? Uh, are you still there? Yes. Carl has a separate thing where he takes you to a separate room. They have food and drinks. Like when I was at the city winery in Nashville, they gave us free wine and pizza. And we mm -hmm. got to meet everybody. And then he gave us posters. So the way Carl does it is I felt like I actually got my money's worth where we went to a separate room. There was just a small group of us. We hung out, we drank, we ate, and it was totally included in the VIP. So yes. that's kind of what I was expecting. Yes, and that's how but this was. That was how they tried to do it at DabbleCon too, where they would they had the main showroom and then they had kind of the lobby bar area, and they they took everyone out into the lobby area and then they kind of set up for like a meet and greet type thing. But like I'm saying, like with DabbleCon, it was like everyone was just wandering. Every like if you wanted to meet Bob and Shuli, all you had to do was go out and have a cigarette, or not go out and have a cigarette, but go to where they were having cigarettes because they were out there every five minutes. So. And then, you know, Carl was kind of hanging around. Well, Cardiff was around. What do you want to say? Well, DabbleCon, DabbleCon was different because it was like a two-day event where, yes. like I said, I went to Chicago, I went to Nashville, and they were completely separate things where you had the meet and greet, you hung out, and yes. they gave you drinks and stuff like that. So DabbleCon, I think, was an anomaly because sure. of how long it was. But, I, but his normal event, I think there is a true actual meet and greet that i think is worth it if you want to hang out with the guys and get the, get a couple like i said it gives you drinks it gives you food and you get your poster and uh, carl's posters are actually cool right um but this like i said this was a shit show so well we don't even know what the shuli posters were supposed to look like we don't know anything where are the posters watp I'm guessing it's similar to the one promotional thing, and Cardiff was actually in it where they had the guys. I'm guessing it's going to be like that without the information at the bottom. Right. That's what I was assuming. Where everyone's wearing the suit. But suits. then also Shuli said, yeah, oh, Shuli said also, he contradicted himself. He's like, oh, we were, they were late getting printed. But then his next sentence was, oh, we're going to print them out and then email everybody. So what, the, what is it? You're not wrong. Dr. Skitty Tooth John, thank you for the $4.99. Can we serve Shuli a class action lawsuit during the BS show, just like what happened to Melton? I'm sure we could. Could print out a strongly worded letter. What, what was that, Bobcat? Did, did, did you see Melton's reveal about actually what happened with that? Yeah, it was a Las Vegas comic, uh, Butch Bradley. Yeah, it was actually pretty funny when you saw the actual lawsuit and what this guy was accusing him of and what the judge said to him. Yeah, no, the it, whole, it was pretty funny. Yeah, the whole thing was ridiculous nonsense and uh, very. Uh, uh, I don't know who Butch Bradley was, so it was kind of a womp womp to me. But then once I I watched it, it, it was interesting. And apparently, Kevin Brennan knows that guy. And Kevin said he was going to try and get him on Monday's show on MLC with Melton. <laughs> Oh, that'd be so great. That would be great. That would be interesting. So, yeah. All right, Bobcat. I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. And um, do you want to hang around while I play the clip of Shuli on Vince? Yeah, sure. All right. Hopefully you can hear it. Uh, but, yeah, this was uh, Shuli again. Uh, hold on one second. We have a guest. Hold on, Bobcat. <laughs> oh, hello. Right. It's, it's me. Pylon Diff. Pylon diff? 
Yes. Oh, oh, you have a face. Hello, pile on diff. Oh, okay. I kind of like this one. How are you? I'm doing I well. Mean, how are you? Oh, I'm doing well. Where are you? Uh, on the ground. Oh, you are on the ground. But where did you find? <laughs> oh, what odd, <coughs> what odd traffic cones you guys have in Minnesota? Yes. They're, they look different than ours. They're skinnier. Uh oh, I think you're getting a phone call. I am getting a phone call. Okay, I like the puppet pants thing better than this one. Uh, Where's your on nose? Uh, How is that vehicle so clean? Uh, there's too many questions. Bye. Goodbye. Uh, caller, you're on the air. Hi. Hi. Who's this? <laughs> Bye, Carter. Bye, Carter. Yeah, hi, it's Radish. Oh, hi, Radish Diff. How are you? Oh, fine. What did you want? What did you want to add to the poster gate conversation? Wow, many weird delays right here. All right, Radish Diff, I gotta go. I don't know what happened. Bobcat, th- call back. I lost. I think that you. was an international problem there. That sounds like a bad connection. Uh, K, thank you for the twenty dollars. Have a KB. good weekend, That's oh, KB. KB. Oh, yes. I didn't see the B. Yes, you're right. KB, thank you for the twenty dollars. Have a good weekend, fellas. That's fantastic. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. You have Very a great much weekend so. too, KB. Thank you. Uh, hey, Bob what Bobcat Cat was saying earlier, he is right about meet and greets. That's sort of the industry standard. I used to go to the horror conventions all the time. Right. Uh, like Fangoria Weekend of Horrors, they would have a meet and greet. It would, they would call it an ice cream social, and you pay like 100 bucks. And sure. I snuck in and drunk and got thrown out several times. But I did get to meet George Romero. But he's right. That is sort of the way to do it. Yeah, it sounds like Car- uh, Carl has a... Uh good method of doing it as at his regular live shows again i was Carl, only at DabbleCon. yes he, he's our local hero here uh but i've only been to DabbleCon and i saw how DabbleCon was and like i said it, it was kind of like i didn't care like i was paying for the top i i paid for a front row seat and i sat in the back so i didn't care like i paid for the same the big package because i wanted to support and I just wanted to do everything. It's kind of like cable when I had cable TV. Like I paid for the premium package because I didn't want to know that there were things going on that I couldn't get exactly. just because I didn't want to pay a couple extra bucks. So, but at the same time, you know, they specifically made a tier for posters. Like that's where it's because like I stress out every month because I specifically made a tier for members only streams. So now I have to figure out how to do a members only stream at least once a month. Do I always want to do a members only stream? Do I, you know, no. I'm one of those payers. I want my shit. Exactly. So tonight (laughs) we will be doing a late night members only stream. Maybe we'll watch something since it's not monetized. The members only streams can be glad you're planning it out so carefully. This is our pre-production meeting, Carlos. (laughs) Bad with two D's. Yes, sir. No, what do you want to say? What's an option? I was going to say, if you want to, you could stream snipe me. Oh, what time are you going on? I don't know. Like probably around six, seven o'clock tonight. Okay. I'm going to, I'm definitely probably going to be on a little later, but yes, tonight, uh, Bill Loney will be doing a live stream. He'll be cooking again for Kumia's cooks. Do you know what you'll be cooking? I'm going to show addicted to profits, how to cook a fucking steak. Oh, all oh, right. Shit. We'll get back to that a little later. Uh, Bad with two Ds. Thank you for the $10. Here to announce 
that Bill has signed an exclusive contract to the Bad with 2D's network. His show and many other new shows will be coming to a computer near you. Never personal, nonstop comedy. <laughs> My God, now there's That's a true. Bad with 2D's network. And you're Sign their me up. first. Yep. They're their you're their first uh grab. Yeah, yeah. I that mean fantastic. He, he sees talent and he, he jumps on it. My God, look at all the things. Look at the world that this is all created. We our own little economy and industry and entertainment world. It's insane. But that's fantastic. Yeah. So everyone go watch Bill tonight. Uh, I'm going to bring up uh, Shuli now on Vince's show, uh, the Back to the Habitat, or I feel like it changes names all the time. But uh, Vince, uh, Vince the lawyer. If you'd like to he, call in, if Vince is still out there listening. Uh, yeah, Vince, like, if you want to call in, uh, give us a call 973-440. Let me put the banner up. 9770, that's our number. It's also in the description. But yeah, uh, Vince, if you want to call in, because we're going to talk about KC after this too. And uh, for those of you that uh, want to check out Bill Loney, I just put his uh, link in the chat to his channel. Thank you, OJ. All right. So here uh, Vince and Shuli do a show together uh, where they talk. They used to talk about Vince doing the whole uh, High Pitch Eric project. Uh, now they just kind of get into whatever's kind of going on. Uh, Vince takes questions from Shuli's Anonymous. Shout out to Shuli's Anonymous. And uh, here's one of the questions. It was about the Potsdown posters. Okay, can you read that first one? Where are the Potsdown posters? Follow up. Why are you lying about the posters? Just admit you rip people off. Why am I so, so tiny? Oh. <laughs> So what what are people talking about in terms of the pots down? Don't yell at me, Vince, please. Uh, People, people, people. I mean, let's be honest, all right? Numbers-wise, the amount of people complaining about the posters versus the amount of people who had a great time and are not complaining is – quite a difference there there's not not a huge market of people bitching about the posters is that surely admitting that they did not sell many poster tier memberships or whatever tickets when he started his sentence i thought he was going to say let's be honest we didn't sell a lot of tickets for the event in general that's why i thought (laughs) he was going with that i was exactly in the same mindset i was like "Uh oh this is gonna help it's gonna be yeah a mea culpa. Uh, um, as far as the posters go, the posters were made. What? The printing was not done in time for us to bring to Pottstown. And I was not aware of it until I got to Pottstown. And, um... <laughs> and uh, at the end of the day, as my fault for not staying on top of it. But the posters right now, uh, we will what be did printing you stay on out. top of? Uh, we got an email list from the uh, <laughs> from Joel of all the people who purchased VIP. Wait, but he said they weren't printed out at time in time, and now he's saying they will print them out. I guess they never printed them out at all because there was just a point where it was like, well, we can't print them now because they won't be done in time. Is that what he's talking about? Yeah, I'm thoroughly confused at this point. 
Very confused. He's gaslighting. Well. He's just he's just talking. WATP, where are these posters? All right, let's keep going here. We're going to reach out to those people. If they are interested in the poster, we will send it to them. So there was That's a poster that people paid for, or they it came with the VIP. It was included with the VIP ticket purchase. It wasn't a separate fee for a poster. So all right, that's where he lost me because yes, it was a separate fee. It was twenty five dollars for general admission, thirty dollars if you wanted a poster, and then I believe forty if you wanted the meet and greet, which also got you the poster. And that's the thing about lying. Once you start lying, you got to tell more lies on top of more lies. Chad. So it was. And then the poster uh, said it was Kumi country. Okay. I mean, that sounds plausible, <laughs> right? I mean, you know, what do you, th- you think I got a closet full of them and I'm just laughing and staring at them before bed every night? Yes. That's exactly Look, what I we just, think. I just post what the fans, your fans <laughs> want me to ask. I don't have- so that was it. That was uh, Shuli on with Vince finally commenting about the posters. Where are they? Are is Shuli sitting on top of a stack of posters laughing at all of us? Most likely. I mean, that was I, I love that interview because mm-hmm. he even goes on to answer. Excuse me. Those other questions where it's all like inside uh, Howard Stern. Uh, baseball yes. stuff inside baseball Howard Stern stuff about a shusher and all that but all right I'm gonna defend Shuley what I'm gonna defend Shuley here like all right I think the question that, that needs to be asked who was responsible like I, I don't I can't see Shuley being in charge of making sure the posters were ordered and making sure they arrived. Wouldn't so you, are you delegate saying, that? Are to you say, hey, wait, Shuley I'm talking. It, are you saying as Shuley soon as I start defending uh, Shuley, OJ saying, gets all bent out of shape. I'm saying what saying I'm saying, but you're interrupting me in mid-sentence. Are you saying Shuley is incompetent? I'm saying uh, it might be a management issue. You could say like, no. hey, he's not being a good manager and delegating the responsibilities because why would the head of this network with all these employees and producers, why is he so in the mud when it comes to ordering posters and answering questions about it? Somebody in that organization messed up, right? Yes, because he also said he was not aware that the posters were not ready and they were not in Pottstown. Yeah, who we was in charge to... of the posters? Yes, who was name in names. charge of the posters? We, we need want some names. accountability. And why not make Mike Morris in charge of the posters? What else does he have to do? He could have been a hero. This was your chance, Mike Morse, to be the poster hero, the poster boy of the Shuley Network. Bill Loney, what say you? You were <laughs> Bill Loney, you were supposed to go to this event, were you not? Bill Loney got a poster, yes, by the way. You did pay for the event. <laughs> I got tons of them. Um, I'm so glad OJ didn't end up going. Uh, and bad with two Ds didn't end up going because I'm so glad I wasn't a part of that fucking shit show. Wait, but did you actually buy a ticket or you were just gonna go? No, I, I bought a ticket. I, oh, I did buy a ticket. So I thought like OJ three and bad people, with two Ds were gonna go. There are yeah, three they made they made over a hundred dollars off of the three of us. People who didn't even go. Yeah, I didn't realize didn't all three of you bought tickets and didn't go. Did you all buy VIP? Yeah. I I don't remember what the hell I bought. I was pretty tanked when I uh, fascinating. I had no idea. 
So <laughs> what fascinated you... that I was tanked? No, that all three of you bought <laughs> VIP tickets and none of you showed up. Yeah, I, I, again, man, I only I only wanted to hang out with like OJ and Bad with UDs. No, I get it. Um, I, I don't. I'm not a big. I'm not the biggest Shuli fan. So even KB, who's uh, in a lot of their chats, she says she only went to see Perry. Oh, that's uh, yeah. That's... That, that bummed me out because she was there, and I was like, ah, oh, I should go because she's a cool chick. But then I don't know. I'm not gonna yes. drive. No offense, KB. I'm not driving an hour and a half to come see you. How dare you? She is a beloved chatter. I know. I know. I'm a piece of shit. Thank you, KB, for the super chat and for the uh, support. And that's, yeah, that's cool that uh, she went out there and anyone who went out there. But it's so funny. I didn't realize three of you. I didn't realize Bad with Two Ds also bought tickets and didn't show up. Yeah, we were we were uh, Bad with Two Ds and I were supposed to hang out the day of the show. We were going to go down to the local gun range and shoot. And then, oh, shit. Yeah. But that we didn't end up. Our schedules got all fucked up, but so that sucked. Matt Hawkins, I demand a congressional investigation into Postergate. If heads don't roll, I don't even recognize this country. You're right. This is about promising people something, no matter how petty and stupid we might think. Now, did he ever mention anything about getting signatures on these posters? They were supposed to be signed, yeah. It seems like uh, this is what Shuli does. He he he, he adverts. He'll just say something. Oh, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do that. And you know what? As as a as someone buying a ticket, you believe it, right? He did the same thing with Ray. You know, he, he they're trying to make. They still try to make it seem like Ray invited himself onto the show. No, they Shuli invited him to do the show, and then eh. it turned into what it turned into. I don't know. I'm still on the fence with that one. Yeah, I I tend to agree with OJ on on that one, on inviting himself. But when you listen to other comics, they all are saying, no, Ray's crazy with that. Other stand-ups are like, no, Ray Ray made the mistake. It was all on Ray. Not to rehash all that. Some of the uh, comics. I think, I I can't remember who it was. Kevin Brennan, Bob Levy, El Harible. Who? All said Ray was in the wrong there. Um, what else? What the hell was I gonna? I say? don't know, but that that is a good point though. That makes me the fact that they were supposed to be signed posters, and I believe they were advertised as signed posters, right? And the fact that nobody was keeping eye on where these posters that had to be signed were for the weeks leading up to that—that that is bizarre to say the least. Yeah, because they were definitely promoted as signed posters, I believe. And nobody yeah, thought to yeah. ask, hey, wait a second, where are those posters we're supposed to sign? But, and and like we have said, maybe Shuli needs volunteers. Maybe we can volunteer. He's got five producers. For, they're obviously busy. And a Mike Morse. <laughs> this should be right. They should have a meeting on Monday during the. All right, Mike, here's what we want you to do. You're a poster guy now, Mike. You're the guy who sits at the bottom and just stares into your camera. And you're also the poster guy now. But yeah, I mean, we've been saying it here. There's no way you're getting these posters signed, which would just devalue the poster anyway to have all these signatures on it. But uh, yeah, because all these people are not together. And he made sure he did not say anything about the posters being signed. He just said, we will contact people. And hey, if you want it, we'll send it out. And he said there's only about six people that wasn't. Isn't that about the turnout? 
that they and had three of them didn't VIPs. even show. Right. We know three of them personally. What is or what was Cardiff Electric's role in all this, right? Cardiff, why didn't Cardiff reach out to Shuli and say, "Hey, I'm waiting to sign that poster. You know, when are we going to do right. that?" You are absolutely correct, Carlos Dean. Turned a blind eye. There were pl- plenty of people who could have stood up or stepped yep. up and become a check in this process, and, and that didn't happen either. That did not happen. There were no none of the celebrity guests who were supposed to sign the poster spoke up and said, hey, I was brought here to sign a poster for the people. I have my Sharpie ready. Where's the posters? You're right. No one said that. Flat Cat Jessica, if you're on somebody's podcast network and they tell you to come on down to their comedy show who wouldn't think that they were part of the show i agree well apparently come hang means something different in this bizarre world of stand-up comics that's what i've sort of learned because i thought the same thing yeah they 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 invited ray but in their world come hang means ah you know just come down and hang we're not going to pay you to perform I don't know. Yeah. I guess we're relitigating things from a they while probably, ago. They probably also forget that Ray lives in Ohio. So to say to someone in Ohio, hey, come hang in eastern Pennsylvania. Um, I don't know. Uh, John Tard's dark Brandon shirt. How I they all going how are they all going to sign it? They're all in different states. Yes, John's Tard, John Tard's dark Brandon t shirt. By sign they mean it's gonna be an email signature. You'll get an email. Thanking you for your purchase. Oh, no. Yo, see, you're, that's actually genius because if they're smart enough, yes, they could get everyone to create a PNG of their signature somehow, which they couldn't actually get everyone to do that. But they could figure out a way to Photoshop it. And uh, that's why you need someone like El Harible on your team. Uh, Detroit Dabbler, thank you for the 199. Nothing better than waking up to be Dabbler. Yes, thank you. And that's the whole that's the whole kind of vibe we were trying to get it with Saturday morning. Uh, you know, like when you were a kid and you woke up for Saturday morning cartoons. Now you're a 50 year old with your own kids waking up to hear this Yenta bullshit. Thank you. I appreciate it. Radish diff, two dollar two, whatever those are, some kind of alien currency. <laughs> fucking skype skype doesn't work oh i'm sorry radish That's what it was. okay it was skype okay yeah i i'll try i gotta try maybe and get is skype you have to is it free to get calls or you have to pay i don't know i'll figure all that it's out it's been a while since okay. i use it but uh Me real too. quick special thanks to dave daffala he has gifted five subs oh dave daffler you are a beloved trotta thank you very much dave daffler and tonight we will be doing a members only live stream <laughs> bill loney thank you for the two dollars for bill loney wait you are wonderful all right do we have anything else on uh this poster gate day 28 I think we've pretty much hit everything, right? Anyone else have anything on Postergate? No. Just have um, just keep an open mind, everybody. What who is I, I don't know who Chris Collins is. Am I doing a Chris Collins impression? I guess you do kind of your voice does kind of sound like Chris Collins a little bit. Oh no. Or Chris Collins isn't wasn't Chris Collins wait, I'm thinking of Chris Collins Worth, the football analysis guy. Yeah, I, I know him. Uh, who's Chris Collins? Chris, no idea. 
Oh, all right. Well, I was thinking of the wrong guy then. Look him up later. Did uh so again, if Vince the lawyer wants to call in, now would be uh, a good time to talk about some stuff because did anyone catch KC's live stream last night? Yes. I watched the replay like about one in the morning. Well, if you didn't see it, you can go watch it right now because it's literally two minutes. He beat Chad's record of the shortest live stream ever. Captain Kickass, thank you for the four ninety nine rock and roll. <laughs> thank you, sir. Rock and roll right back at you. So yeah, Casey went on for about two minutes last night, and uh, it was quite possibly one for the record books. Fantastic. The show is called Casey Will Try Again Tomorrow. <laughs> We're playing the whole I got clip. Everybody here, thank you for uh, joining me. I had a um, a week in review. I had a bunch of uh, stories for you, and I was going to read them, but let me um, let me show you why I'm here. I got one thing to do, and then I'm going to take off. Does he have a do rag? Oh, that was a backwards hat. I thought he was wearing a do rag. Yeah, he wore that uh, the stream before this one, and I thought it was a do rag. Also, it totally looks like a do rag. Oh, I'm never wearing my hat backwards again. Is it paused? No. <laughs> that is a chair. That's Casey's chair. Oh, there's Casey with a printer, a fancy printer. Okay. This is uh, the reason why I don't have a show uh, for you guys right now. Uh, because the printer's yelling at you? <laughs> the printer called you a dummy? What are you doing? Oh, he's going to sit on the printer. He's going to use the printer as a chair. Oh, wait, wait, no! Oh, Casey, no! <laughs> Good night, folks. What the fuck? <laughs> I think we're going to lay off Casey for a little bit. I'm Casey. down with it. He, that should be all his streams. Casey is fighting with his printer, much like Tom Chiasano fought with his suit. Oh, we have a we have a special guest. Hold on one second. Hello, special Ooh. guest. Who are you? Oh, hello, Bottle Diff. How are you? Oh, hello, Bottle Diff. Good to see you. How's you this have... working out? Oh, that, that looks good. You have a nose and a mouth. Yes. And we is can't Tukey ready. Tuki ready to hang himself yet? Uh, I, I think Tuki is feeling the heat. He's feeling the pressure a little good. bit. I personally am trying to see if we could see you in the reflection of the bottle. Yeah. Me too. Me too. <laughs> so I'm going to let you go. I still like the pants Galaga. guy the best. Galaga. Um, okay. Bottle dip. Uh, what the fuck were we talking about? Casey Armstrong oh, assaulting yeah, Casey, a printer. Casey beat up his printer. God damn, um, that was funny. One of the people I was talking to uh, said, I guarantee 100% that printer was working properly. <laughs> like, So I guess Casey was mad because he couldn't print out the news stories he wanted to talk about. Because oh. Casey, that's that's, that's what, that's I, what I was. Yeah, that's what I was assuming, too. I think Casey is very entrenched in that old timey way of radio where you have to get all your prep printed out, you know, highlight some stuff, which is great. It works. 
Um, it's probably even better than clicking on window tabs and stuff like that. But again, yeah, KC, you can use tabs on your browser. It would work just as well. I assume well. that I have one of those uh, wireless printers and like it'll send you information yeah, when the when the ink is low and all that sure. crazy stuff. And it does freak me out a little. I thought in KC's, you know, his challenges, you might have thought it was messing with him or talking to him and I think he needed to teach it, it a talking, lesson. Yes. I think he thinks it was calling him a pussy or talking, insulting <laughs> him in some way. Bill Loney, did you, what, what are your thoughts on KC? Uh, <laughs> um, I, I wouldn't be around him if I was a printer. Yeah. Uh, KC. He's a fucking psycho, man. He definitely showed that printer who is boss. Uh, he seemed he seemed to be almost smiling though, right? He, he he was kind of in on it, right? It wasn't a blind rage. I don't know. Um, the other thing <laughs> it's is like when a dog bites you and it's still wagging its tail. It was like that. <laughs> I honestly don't know. Um, the other thing that I I heard Casey talk about recently is that he's moving to another studio. He's moving and back to his old studio. Yeah, why? Why? What? And he did he all this work. Yeah, he didn't really give an answer. That he did mention that he's like, I did all this work, and I'm moving back to the old studio after all of this. So yeah, and I think it was always kind of implied that Casey was living with his mom allegedly, and that that might have been like a spare room. So, um, I guess he could always go back to that. So he's always got that. So that's good. But yeah, that was a weird comment he made the other day. After all the work he seemed to have done, he put in a $2,000 door. It's insane. Blinky Jedi. Thank you for the one ninety nine. Casey is lying about straight flush. I think Casey did win that money. I, I don't see why Casey would lie about that. And as someone who has dabbled in compulsive gambling, uh, I could very much see that happening. Um, I know El Harible put uh, a very small wager. Oh, we have a call. Caller, you are on the air with El Harible and friends. Hi, it's Casey's printer. Hi, Casey's printer. How are you? I mean, we saw what happened. I hope you're What's doing up? well. I'm doing okay. I think this is Vince the lawyer. Vince, what do you want to say? He's gathering his thoughts like KC does. What's going on, guys? Nothing much. How are you, Vince the lawyer? I'm I'm doing all right now. It's I didn't see the whole show, but that's the kind of show I want to see from Casey's. I was that was great. Right. That was the whole show, Vince. That now, was when he go that was literally the whole show. It was two minutes and thirty seconds. I have two yeah, printers that, I can donate. When he's sitting there crying about people that are that are mean to him, that turns me off completely to him. Right. So what happened? Are you and Casey no longer working together? I'm not sure. I mean, I don't like the way he acts because I we, we scheduled to do a show. We did the show and then he cuts it off halfway through and then quits YouTube. <laughs> so what? Do you have any inside information on that? Like his whole meltdown of why he quit YouTube. Everyone thought it was because of Melton, but then uh, Casey was trying to say it was all just because he got trolled by the Artie troll guy. Do you think that's? Yes, I do. 
So you really think so that the here, re- here's information? Yeah. Let's keep talking over each other. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. So here's the information that I have. Yes, I do have inside information on that. He originally claimed that he texted all of his old Artie numbers and that someone responded. Now, I believe that. So I, as much as I thought that that was improbable, I believed him. Then it turns out that someone just spoofed one of the old numbers and texted KC. Okay, that makes more sense. Right. I mean, because even when I was doing the math in my head on one of my shows, I, I believe KC, but it was just, it's just too improbable that someone would get assigned an RD number, which is astronomically improbable. Yep. And then would have some understanding of the show. Yep. And know the answer to who already, what name already uses to check into hotels. Like it's virtually impossible. Wait, does anyone know the answer to that question? Because I know already said it on, on a previous show. I just can't find it anywhere. I always I always thought it was Greg Nettles. That's what I said, but I, I don't want to just assume. I want to be able to qualify it with actual content. So yeah. I heard him say it. I just I just can't figure out where he said it. It was either I've heard people say that it was either in his audio book or he just happened. To, I think he happened to say it on an episode of Stern. And Greg Nettles always stuck. Oh. Greg Nettles always stuck with me because I used to work at an Audi dealership whose spokesperson was Greg Nettles. And that's the only reason I know Greg Nettles besides the fact that Artie has used the name before. And that's all I'm going off. I think you're on. Yeah, I think it was in his audio book. Now I didn't go back and check that either way. I wanted to actually get the answer to that, Mm -hmm. but somebody did. And obviously then someone with the show. So, Behind the scenes, Casey's getting texted to not work with me because I'm the one who I infiltrated his computer account. I infiltrated his email and his text. So Casey started to believe this. And now Casey gets on a show showing him all bloodied up. This is his whole macho bullshit that he does to try and intimidate people. You don't want to make me And I told him, like, Casey. Yeah, exactly. Now, that worked in the past. Now, Casey's a very raw person, right? So he, he... he does these kind of things. The, the, the scary thing is if he does act on it, then we're in trouble or I'm in trouble. Sure. But I'm used to dealing with the similar personality with high pitch, right? So they're both very similar in, in some ways in terms of like their threats right. and their intelligence. But I know that there's a little difference between Casey and high pitch. Like I can't outrun Casey and I can outwalk high pitch. That's true. That is very true. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Uh, that makes way more sense to me though, that someone messaged KC using Artie's old number. Okay. So that kind of clears up a lot, uh, as far as that goes. Um, so yeah, but you, so you're not working with KC or as far as you know, or he just ghosted you or he never said, Hey, I'm done. No, he... Right. So he, he, he... As soon as I posted a video, a portion of what we did, the guy that Casey hooked up with from Alaska was the first show that we were doing, the tranny. So I posted a little little clip of it to kind of keep the momentum going. And with Casey, I did breach our agreement that I wouldn't post anything until he reviewed it. Okay. So there he does have a, oh. does have a legitimate sure. 
beef with me. Okay. Because we have it in writing, you know, in text, like I won't post, but so he does have that. Now I apologize for doing that. And I took the video down, which I hate doing, sure. but he wants me to take every single video down on my channel that involves him, which I'm not going to do. Interesting. Yeah. Cause it was, it was very, it was hilarious when Casey announced that you guys were doing a show and then you were like, yeah, it's going to focus how Casey's finally gay or something like that. Casey's like, wait, what, what? Like, is <laughs> Look, he's, I, I, my, Casey is not, he's not gay. He only hooked up with one guy. Right. Okay. That we know of. He only passionately he, kissed one make, man. No, he, he did more with, with that guy in Alaska. I mean, she, oh, excuse he, me. he gave, yeah, he gave Casey a hand job. Uh, that's from from what I allegedly. allegedly. I, will, I will only say what I have. No, no, not allegedly. I'm saying it. That's what happened. I mean. All right. Hey, I'm hey, I'm taking your word, Vince, the lawyer. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's why we, even with the Artie thing, I want to be able to qualify to prove what the actual thing is. I don't want to go on assumption. So I do think it's Greg Nettles, but I, it may be somebody else. It, it could be um, v- Vince. Try. Uh, I don't know if Vince can hear me, but someone in our chat mentioned that it was on his audio book. Yeah, actually, I got the chills when some when you, when El Harible said it because that's where it is. It is on. Yeah. I already does mention it in the audio book. I just don't know the exact name that he said. Okay, that's a good 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 find though. I'm gonna- yeah, no problem. I I heard it somewhere else, um, and I have heard the audio book. And again, maybe that's why I heard it, but I I, I just knew that that name always stuck with me because I'm not a baseball fan. I'm not a Yankees fan, but I used to work in an Audi dealership whose spokesperson was Greg Nettles. So it always stuck with me. Um, uh, anything else you wanted to talk about Vince? Yeah. Where was the Audi dealership located? Uh, in America, Long Island. Oh, is is that for real? No, I don't Uh, know. I'm just saying that. No, it was not Long Island. Hey, why, I'll, I'll, why are you I'll afraid you, to say where, where you were? I'll give you uh, no. I don't care. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you a hint. It's where Ralph Sorella grew up. Ew. I'm not. I'm not certain where where Ralph grew up, but New Jersey somewhere. Yes, but it was actually in the town okay. where Ralph Sorella grew up, and Ralph Sorella has mentioned where he grew up. I believe when he was talking about being or avoiding being diddled by a priest on a uh, fishing trip. It was in Mendham, Mendham, yeah. New Jersey. Okay. I don't know where that is. So yeah. relating to the Potsdam debacle, I mean, I was there. I was, I was there behind the scenes. That's right. I got, a, I, got a good, I got a good feel as to what was going on. And generally, these guys that are going up are not making much money at all. So I was, like, surprised to hear that Anthony Cumia who's a multimillionaire is accepting money to, to perform, but he does. And not to say that that's, that's not a knock on Anthony. I love Anthony, right. but it's interesting how these guys are putting their entire life around like a few hundred dollars yeah. to perform. And they spend, they still spend $500 to make $200, yeah. which is a good business move, but I don't understand how it, how it sustains in the long term. I'm with you, man. Yeah, I don't I don't understand why I don't even understand why any of these guys are trying to do any live gigs like this. I mean, the whole point of doing all this live streaming is you can do all this stuff at home. I get the whole trying to get people to come out and the the community type 
deal of it but just watching all these other guys try to pull off live shows it just doesn't seem worth it to me and were you really paid 400 bucks to be there yeah 400 plus they, they i said i'm not going unless i'm at a real hotel and casino because there's nothing <laughs> really around there but right. it was really nice but i paid high pitch 200 of that yes i did hear you say that now vince did they offer you a place to stay at their house no, I, I was never going to stay at the house. They did, but I'm not staying there. So I, I said, I'll stay at the, the nearest casino, which was 15 miles away. I stupidly allowed High Pitch to drive me there and back <laughs> so I could drink. And I mean, High Pitch got us lost on like some back road in Pennsylvania or wherever we were. It was Pennsylvania, yeah, Pennsylvania. And he doesn't buckle his fucking seat. So do you ever drive in a car where you don't buckle your seat and the alarm keeps going off uh, every two minutes? Yes. I mean, it's bad enough you're with high pitch. You're probably going to die, but you also have to hear that damn alarm every two minutes. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, maybe he can't buckle his seatbelt. Does he have an extender? No, he, he can buckle it. He's not, he's not that rotund at this point but it just keeps going off. He just doesn't want to do it. Then he got a ticket driving 105 and a 50. And the cop was about to arrest him because it was over some limit that they have there. Yeah, but the weight limit. He was able just to get the ticket. Jeez. Yeah, exactly. It's like if you're over 400 pounds and speeding over 50 miles, it's an automatic five-year minimal sentence in Pennsylvania, apparently. Oh, my God. If, if, you, if you double the speed limit, yeah. If you double the speed limit, you're fucked. Okay. Yeah, double your... Right. Double well, your weight and double the speed limit. It, it, you're fucked. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for calling in, Vince, and I'd love oh, to excuse have me. you. Uh, excuse me, El Horrible. Yes. Before we let him go, we have a couple super chats, but one yeah, of the you, super chats on. is a question. To... <laughs> yeah, I've got questions for him, too. Okay, all right. We'll keep Vince on. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm enjoying I, 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 it. Yeah, come on, man. Uh, Blinky Jedi, thank you for the 199. He wants to know what kind of steroids is Vince on? I don't take any steroids. I just started to work out again, maybe like four years ago. I just mm -hmm. focus on the bench press. I do it three times a week, baby. That's it. Beautiful. That's it. You just go and bench press and you're out. No, yeah. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, bench press, but I run every, every Monday, every day during the week. And that's it. That's beautiful. Blinky Jedi also sent another 199. He would have had to pay taxes on it. Radio bit. I'm not sure. I think he's talking about Shuli. Oh, surely, uh, the the posters. Uh, tax on what though? I oh, the know. posters. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about the posters. I just asked him that question because Julie has this whole. I don't know if you know what Reddit is, but he has a whole <laughs> fan page dedicated to <laughs> Julie's Anonymous. Yes, I've heard <laughs> of it. Uh, Cardiff Electric. So I go under the name. No, go ahead. I go under the name Guinea the Lawyer, and I just ask all his fans for questions for each each week's show yes. and i just post them whatever's there for the most part yes yes and i'm a big fan of your uh uh show i enjoy it and i do i love the uh Shuli question and answer segment absolutely mm. cardiff cardiff electric thank you for uh 279 canadian no invite also using a vpn you're a liar uh shmuel buckman 199 it's a hobby the fish never worth more than tackle Thank you for the 199. I'm not sure what that is. Um, no, I know you made a good point though. Why? Why are they doing a live show? There is some ancillary benefit to it. For example, Casey and I met there, sure. and then potentially we could have grown something. But 
my problem, my mistake was that I thought KC was sane enough to work consistently. And that was a mistake of mine. I love yeah. KC. I love his show. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't intimidate me physically or mentally, but I do like when he's being real. Like, look, I'm good friends with AJ. AJ went on a show uh, two days ago and that was a great interview that they had. Did you see it? Uh, I didn't see the whole thing, but I did see a little bit of it and I got some, uh, notes from people about it but i have to go back yeah i mean it, it was good casey was relaxed and he asked good questions and aj aj is an easy guest to have because sure. he'll tell stories forever now aj and i we went to vegas well i we got a room in vegas right i go aj i'm gonna send you an electric key and he doesn't he doesn't understand technology which boggles my fucking mind because he has a great podcast that he's been doing for five, six, seven years now. Right. And I said, I'm going to send you an electric key. Just whatever you do, man, you're just, a, you're listed as a guest on the reservation. Don't cause a fucking scene. But he was so insistent that he was not going to use that electric key. The second he gets there, I hear him. He starts fighting with the security guard because his, his phone's not working. And then he goes right to the front desk. And, and now he's not allowed to use, he's not to get a, he's not allowed to have a full key, right? So you can't go to front desk and get a key. He can only use the electronic key I sent them on the phone. He was so insistent it wasn't going to work. He's fighting with the, with the front desk person. I go, can you put, that, put the guy on the phone? I'm like, listen, my old Italian grandpa's there. And they, can you just give him a regular key? And they finally did. My old Italian. So, wait, 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 wait. So Kate, uh, uh, um, AJ was your old Italian <laughs> grandpa? Yeah, because how else can you explain it? I just said, That's AJ, the one hilarious. thing you can't do is, like the one thing you can't do is, Say, get a, a hard copy key because you're not on the main reservation. That's my name, but you're a registered guest. But for whatever reason, the system in MGM, right. they don't allow you to have, they don't allow the guests to get physical keys, just an electronic key. You know, it turns out AJ didn't turn on his fucking Bluetooth, so he couldn't <laughs> use the Bluetooth receiver. <laughs> That's amazing. But that, I mean, I love it. It's, it's these kind of things you got to deal with all behind the scenes. So, I'm surprised those two, the biggest point is I'm surprised those two got it together to actually do a show. Absolutely. Yeah. I have to go back and watch that. Carlos uh, had uh, some questions for you, Vince. Yeah. Vince, I love you with Casey. I didn't realize that you guys have only recently uh, hooked up together, but it seems Ew. from watching Casey, they hooked up? well, you know what I mean? It seems that he needs like a cocoon of helpers around him to deliver that podcast. Wouldn't it benefit him to become a part of the Shuli network? Like if you and him did a show on that network where he has some technical help? It is. It's a good point you make. However, there is a, there is a charm and a benefit for Casey to fucking up like he does. Where if you start to make it as smooth and professional that we all want it to be then it then it loses that appeal to me at least i agree and what about like but starting yeah, right. you, I mean, look at you go ahead sorry good well my next question was if you look if, at the thumbnail and <laughs> hey vince just so you know it's not it, it's nobody's fault here there's a little bit of a lag with the phone calls so nobody's trying to cut you off no, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm just joking. It's fine. Yeah, you talk. All right. So what if you eased Casey back into this by like going over a classic Stern episode? If you, if you t 
taped it in advance because live really seems to throw him off with the chat and everything like that. And then delving deep into himself seems to really uh, trigger him and whatever he's got going on uh, chemically in his brain. What if you did a show where you just watched something non-KC related with him from the Stern times? Yeah, I want to, right? So on my channel right now, I just started to do this. I wanted to document all the great events and not necessarily they have to be so in the mainstream, but I want to keep that alive because what happens in YouTube is that we all post the old shows, but they all eventually get taken down, which is fucking annoying. So the way I'm doing it is if I'm reacting to them, I can make a legal argument that they can't remove them because just like you used my clips before, if it, legitimately, if you're reacting to it, I want to document that. So having the people on that are, act that are participating in the show would be great. Would Casey do it? Probably not. And he's not necessarily a good long-term partner. And you said he, he wouldn't do it just because he's basically unstable in terms of consistency of showing up and doing something on the regular? Exactly. So, like, one of the characteristics of someone that's mentally retarded is, let's say, <laughs> below a 67 IQ. Which, no, I'm just giving an example. One of the characteristics you'll see is that they can't they can't work consistently. It's, this is, it's a psychological fact. So if you look at someone that's generally mentally retarded, they won't be able to work consistently. I'm not talking about Down syndrome. I'm just talking about someone who literally has an IQ of a high pitch. They will always have random jobs, but they can't work consistently. Right. And I'm, wor I'm, I'm realizing quickly that with KC, that was the issue. Gotcha. Not ego. It's just the ability you're saying. Um, yeah, I, I don't even know if it's, it could be ego. All right, so behind the scenes, I have 20 texts from KC of how mad he is because I posted the show, which I, I admit that was against our agreement. So probably not the best way to start a relationship right. by betraying him. But I, I told him the reason I apologize. And you know what I text him? Do you know what I hate? What do you hate? <laughs> then, I, then, I, then I took it back and said, you know what I don't hate? You. <laughs> so it was like this sentimental thing where I'm like, I, I meant it, you know, as a joke, but sort of sentimental. You know what I don't hate? You. No response. <laughs> sure. Vince, are you I on Twitter? <laughs> Vince, are you on Twitter? Am I on what? Are you on Twitter? Oh, no, I only do YouTube. Okay. Only YouTube. I, for one, Vince, I'm hoping you guys can work it out because I think you would be great for him. Yeah. Um, I think you'd be the perfect quote-unquote quote unquote wrangler of Casey. Um, so, yeah, I'm really hoping you guys can work it Listen, out. Uh, Shuli yesterday said, look, I'm doing a show. I don't know if Casey came on, but Shuli wanted me to speak with Casey on his show. Shuli asked me if I would apologize. I told Shuli I already did sincerely apologize to him. But Casey then shuts down when you get like a normal reaction. Uh, he, he wants me to either fight or flight. And I just apologize for what I did, which was wrong. But I don't know if we're going to be able to hook up and work independently. But yes, we, I, I was supposed to appear in sort of like ambushing with an apology on yesterday's show. Interesting. I only have really one more question, Vince. What did you do at Potsdown for $400? Virtually, I was supposed to go on and do dance with nothing besides bring high pitch there. I did come up with the ranch dressing bit, 
for high pitch because he was sitting there doing nothing. The issue was the audio obviously didn't work for an hour and a half. So that cut out the time that we were going to do the Uncle Rico show. That's what I was there to do. Okay. Look, guys, I didn't really, I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go to this. I didn't want to go to Rochester, which I didn't go. Uh, Shuli asked, you know, he's like, I want you to go. You have to go. And I don't even remember committing to it, but I, I did on one of these old shows. So I went. Gotcha. Okay. You should have went to Rochester, Vince. Rochester was a blast. No, nah, I mean, look, God, I'm not even that big of a fan of Shuli. So I'm not like going to go to Rochester to see him. Like, that's just. What it is. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, uh, uh, I don't know. Does anyone else have any more questions? I think uh, I think I got every. Everything I wanted to know, Vince. Are you uh, still practicing law in what area? I don't of like law? When, my area of law is class action and employment. I really, really made my career representing representing people that were involved in the stock market, so like brokers, broker dealers. So it's high end stuff that I dealt with and I'm really applying that now to the questioning part of interviewing someone and Right now, a lot of my thing is just training younger younger attorneys to do what I did. Gotcha. Sure. Thank you. Very cool. So we might be having to call you up if yeah, we decide to, people- to do a class action lawsuit against Julie for these posters. Well, that's the only reason why I called in because I need some lead plaintiffs for that. So if anyone wants to be the lead plaintiff in the in Postergate, <laughs> uh, call my just call my office. Eight three three find Vince. Findvince.com. And and go ahead, submit the submit the form and we can get this class action going. I do have one more question, Vince. Who is the guy on your website? Because that's not you. Yeah, I don't know who made I haven't even been to that site in a long time. Uh, But it's definitely not me. No. Well, we like to do yeah, I like to mislead people by putting someone that looks like an attorney up there. Okay. so, So they feel comfortable. (laughs) <laughs> yes, I mean, he definitely did look like a, uh, an attorney. Uh, Vince, this is great. Thank you for calling in. I definitely want to have you on as a uh, camera guest. And and you can text me at this number or email me if you want to talk. I know you left me some messages on uh, my my uh, videos, but I'd love to talk about whatever you want. I did? <laughs> what? Must have been a, I, I don't remember uh, messaging you, but it must have been a slow day. Actually, no, Vince, we are on my videos. We're doing a show later if you're if you're available to come on later. We're not sure what time, but maybe uh, if you got time, you could join us. Yeah, I'm just sitting up here in um, the penthouse of the, of my building. It's not my penthouse, but I'm just looking at some girls sunbathing. So I have nothing else to do today. Wonderful, Vince. Yeah. Vince, would you like to meet Ray Devito? I can make it happen online. You got to remember, I already met him. I told Julie that we needed to get rid of him. You stop away. that. Now, the only benefit, if you look at the, if you look at my review of the performance uh, that I did on Julie's show, I said, look, I don't know who this Ray DeVito is, but he's got to go. I mean, he was horrible when I was there. Oh, now, no. I do get the appeal like someone that, if someone's so bad, you would go and see them just to like fuck with them a little bit, but it was a really bad performance. I was evaluating all the comics from the stands and he had to go. I didn't know who he was, but it was just a horrible performance. Oh, ouch. But I'm, I'm glad you've become a uh, fan. I don't know That's if you cool guys know him or not, but that doesn't mean that he can't get better at, at his craft. Right. So 
no one is just a good stand-up comedian. They're putting in the time. Uh, yeah, he's just I've never starting seen him out. Before. I don't know him, but yeah, so that's okay, right? So just because I'm saying this now, it doesn't mean that he can't put in like 10, 12 years and then come back and maybe get up to a level where we can keep him. He'll be 70 at that point. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, he's been doing it for quite some time. And the problem is he's such a nice guy that I know what you're saying. Like, sometimes you go see a comic who's so bad, you just want to go just to rip on him. But Ray is such a nice guy. Like, I can't imagine people doing that. But I love your honesty, Vince. That's one of the reasons I enjoy everything you do is because you are blatantly honest. You don't sugarcoat anything. Well, look, I told you that you got to tighten up this whole debacle, right? The top down debacle was something where if it was tighter, it could be something that I would go to without being paid. Right. And the, and the other thing, and, that's, and they also had a, you know, a big, um, you know, uh, technical issues too. And that didn't help anything that obviously created a big issue with Pottstown. Oh, that brings. I, I went on the show the next. Vince, what about where, where do you stand with producer Joe? No for it. I don't know who producer Joe is. I mean, uh, apparently he waves guns at neighbors, which is fine with me if like there was an issue. <laughs> but I don't know who the guy is. So I don't really have an opinion one way or another. All right. How does oh. Shuli has all these guys that he, he, he does he need these guys to run run that show? Is that what they're doing behind the scenes? Yeah, basically, yes. Julie does nothing but come on air. No, I mean, that's the way it should be. It's, it, it, it is tough to actually run the whole thing and then perform as well. Right. I, mean, I could do it, but most people can't. Word up, brother. Well, you actually have a super chat for Vince. <laughs> John ear, uh, John's ear mites. Thanks for the $5. Love your work, Vince. Brilliant. So there's another Vince fan. Yeah, how are you, how are you gonna get me that five dollars? <laughs> no, I was gonna say, not. OJ, you phrased that very incorrectly. <laughs> yeah, this is not for you. The comment was for you. The money is for me. The comment is for you. We have a strict ah. we have a strict policy of not paying our guests. That's OJ's policy. I yes. wish I could change it, but as a person of law like yourself, Vince, you understand the uh, you know all the paperwork that goes. And I have that in writing. Yeah. Radish so, Diff, thank you so for the $2 alien. What'd you say, Bill? I said, so I don't get the $2 I sent myself? No, you don't get no. that. You, Yo, Absolutely. that was dumb. A bitch. All right, Vince. Thank you for... Uh, By being... the way, uh, no, yes. you're not, not, not yet. You're, you're, you're a guest there. Was he drinking at 9 in the morning? Yes. He's an alcoholic. Yes. <laughs> yes oh, okay, yeah, all right. That makes sense, then. Uh, Shmuel Buckman, thank you for the 199. <laughs> Going on stage is reward, not the money. Why they do? So he's saying being on stage should be the reward, not the money. I, don't I think- agree with that to a certain extent. I get it's hard to get the repetition on stage because there's not many events, especially when the, most of these comics are not in any demand whatsoever. So no. I get that aspect of it. But we have to get rid of a few. I mean, in addition to Ray DeVito, I said we got to get rid of that uh, Tony Hawk lookalike guy. He's out. Uh, that that was a debacle too. I mean, really, if you if you go and watch Kumia, Kumia was the second best to, besides Bob Levy. Well, I think the Tony Hawk guy was part of the uh, Perry clan. Yeah, don't care, man. The guy, his material is just so off. 
Oh, sure. uh, mm. He wasn't that bad, but his material is completely off. It, it was such a waste of time. Do you watch the Shuli, the shows on the Shuli Network, Vince? No. John Tard's dark. I don't know, like you know. You guys make, what? You know, you make fun of Chad. I don't know who Chad is. I don't know who Perry was. Like that was not. I had no interest in any of that at all when I was there. Yeah, I don't. I don't have an interest in Perry. Uh, at all i used to follow perry back in the day but uh the this last year he's just been uh very much overexposed and it's kind of just it's turned into um professional wrestling really john tard's dark brandon shirt thank you for the ten dollars i spoke to vin for 20 minutes in Pottstown. i got the suspicion he wanted to hitch a ride back to new york city and ditch high pitch eric we didn't. I would never travel from Pottstown to New York with Hypoteric. I just traveled from the casino to the show with Hypot. Do you remember uh, talking to someone though in Pottstown because they got the su- suspicion that you wanted them to drive you back to New York City and get the hell out of there? <laughs> I, I know the guy. I think I'm pretty sure one of the fans you're referring to. Again, I only had to drive 15 minutes. That's my max with High Pitch. Okay. I would never drive three hours with him. Beloved Chatter, thank you for the $10. Vince criticizing anyone is laughable. What has he ever done that lasted more than a month? He's a loathsome worm. It's true. I mean, they do say that. There is no real value in critics. Yes, but I have been presenting to people for the past 15, 20 years. And the people that I present to are not overweight drunks that aren't going to give you your livelihood or not. So if you present to a jury, they have to be entertained enough to give you money after you're done. Right. So that's what I've done. And when I give people criticism on public speaking and performing, it's from that angle. I just had one uh, comment. I wanted to direct at Vince, if possible, El Horrible. Of course. Vince, on one of your early streams uh, with Shuli, when you were talking about high pitch and taking questions from Reddit, uh, you did insinuate that I am a rabid anti-Semite, and I just wanted to state on the record, <laughs> untrue. I love Jewish people and people of all religion, creed, race, all that good stuff. Even Muslims? <laughs> That's true, though. Yes. I forgot. I forgot. Carlos was very mad at you because, yes, you you implied that he was anti-Semitic, and Carlos was taking very uh, he was taking it very seriously at first. And I was actually one of the person who said, "Relax, Carlos. He's making a joke. He's trolling. He's not serious." I reached out to Shuli because I was. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't recall this, but I think you are anti-Semitic. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> You reached out to Shuli. I never met you. I don't know who you are, but you definitely are anti-Semitic. <laughs> but Carlos, you actually reached out to Shuli after that show? Oh, yeah. I reached out with a whole thing saying like, hey, you know, just let this guy know. I took it 100% for real and he was did. freaking the fuck out. It was, it was the- how, do you, how do you prove you don't hate Jews? How'd you do it? <laughs> I don't I'd have to go back and read the message. It was the middle of the night. I was all emotion. Oh, my God. <laughs> But it's true, though. How can you prove that you don't hate Jews? It's funny. Jules David, thank you for the $4.99. I'm a big Vince fan from long ago. I was a mod on his high pitch 
24-7 stream. Does Vince still have contact with Kitty? I do. So part of the live stream that we did, we had about six people working on it. And this girl, Kitty, which is, she's like a rich girl from New York City, but she's one of our friends. She actually had high pitch sleep in her bed. They didn't hook up, but she would have high pitch over. But yeah, I still I speak to Kitty probably once uh, once a week. She slept in his bed. He slept in her bed because at some point Eric loses his apartment, things like that. But yeah, I mean she's that. But she's just a huge Stern fan. Oh, okay. So yeah, gotcha. Kitty's cool. Very cool. <clears throat> Uh, what else? Anything else? Anyone else? What else we got? How much, else? how much did I make? Was it twenty five dollars? Nothing. Only? Nothing. Nothing. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I don't think I have any any more questions. I think you pretty much uh, you know, tackled everything here, Vince. Yeah, and one of the one of the things I'll say is don't ask your don't ask your host if they have any more questions. You know, because it's an uncomfortable thing. Because then people have to force the questions. Just either ask it or end it, but don't ask them if they have any more questions. Okay, that is that is very good criticism. I will take that. So, Vince, I'm going to let you go then. And we will... I'm uh, going to let you go. All right. And you, I'm going to get going. You let I'm me go. go. Yes, and we will hook up at some point because I'm a big fan. Today. I'm a huge fan of yours, and hey, man, I, obviously you're a big fan of mine. All joking aside, I do love your material that you've done. When I originally saw it was your... You're messed up. You're making fun of John. I love that. Thank I love you. that you're all anti-Semites. That's cool, too. Thank you. And let's for real. Give me a text, and we'll figure something out to do. All right. I will, buddy. Have a great weekend. Take care. All right, guys. Talk later. to you later. later all right. I, I, I just want to be clear. We only hate Italians on this show. Yes, that's right. There's a man who's clearly going to hell. We're anti-Sicilian. Uh, how dare you? I love how I'm an anti-Semitic Jew. <laughs> anti-Semitic, you're an anti-Semitic Jew? Yes. Uh, apparently. <laughs> well, speaking of which, we knew another anti-Semitic Jew. Oh, this person is really wants to get on, so hold on one second. Caller, you are on the air. Oi, oi, wait, hello. Hello. I met, I met Carlos Danger. Uh, at a horror convention in 1998. Oh, that's fantastic. Who are you? Uh, my name is uh, Shmuel uh, Schwarzenstein. Shmuel Schwarzenstein. Do you remember seeing this gentleman at a horror convention in 1998, Carlos? Absolutely. What happened? He, he spit on my yarmulke. <gasps> Disgusting. He's a, he's a rabid anti-Semite. All right. Well, thank you, caller. Did he say anything else? Something about Jew, and I don't like you. I don't remember. All right. A long time ago. All right. Thank you. Well, thank I, you. I, remember the, I remember the first time I met Carlos, and he was reciting a Hitler speech. Disgusting, Carlos. What? What I is this? Your boobs. Well, yeah. Did you run out of ink? Uh, no, he 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 signed it Zyklon B or some shit. I don't know. Disgusting. Uh, all right. Well, speaking of anti-Semitic Jews, uh, I was watching. Uh, this is actually the first time I, I've watched a lot of clips of Ski Mask, and I'm becoming a fan because of him on uh, MLC. Um, I, I honestly didn't watch a lot of it because I knew that a certain 
uh, producer who used to work here was affiliated with them uh, for a little bit. So I, I just wasn't really in that world, but I'm starting to get a little more into the ski mask world. And I, I caught an episode of uh, Ski and Stevie Lou uh, reviewing MLC. And uh, they were talking about our buddy, the Piss Lord, on their recent show. Oh, wow. And he has been known to be an anti-Semitic Jew. E-Rock! Starving $5. What do you want, E-Rock? I'm sorry I started uh, there, E-Rock. Trust me, I know it's not. But I thought it was funny. E-Rock Some, Army. Someone chatted as E-Rock for $5 Dude, and said, I'm That's starving. That's why don't like you. I said E-Rock Army. Beep. Why would you say that? Because that's the gang. I'm the part of the gang. <laughs> You're in a the gang. The Rock Army. Uh, oh, I like this. Uh, I, I'm detaching myself from the race situation. Not interested in being famous. <laughs> okay, so, Ari, uh, do you want the link? I'll send you the link right now if you'd like to, uh, to come on. Ari, we'll be gentle. We'll clear up this whole boob, promise I'll be a movie picture thing. You know, if you do come on, we will clear that all up. Yeah, let's get it cleared up. Let's get it out in the open. Yeah, about the whole cabana. Yes. Harry. Right. Cabano's just being Cabana. That's the way he is. He's a, he's a young, he's hung, and he was just being a douchebag. So uh, if you'd like to come on, uh, please uh, send me a DM. All right, it starts here. I shouldn't have <laughs> all that beginning. So um, I got to say, man, you were on to something the other day, and the BYB boys picked up on this. Uh, apparently, Kevin Dumbfuck has erased himself from the internet. Yeah, I texted you about it first. Yes, I, yes, you uh, did. That's what I just said. You had the jump on this one, but now this is the official. That <laughs> he, uh, someone was able to. I think one of our producers on the BYB show was able to find producers. BYB has producers. Yeah, uh, How many subscribers? Uh, we've got a whole squad, kid. You got your... You've been talking shit this episode. You better watch your fucking self, bro. Because Who's the BYB. First of all, we do the B and the YB, all right? And then we also do, do the, hang up. the claw. Hang up on my own fucking you don't know show. the claw, bro. You don't even know the fucking claw. I'll throw the claw up. What is he talking about? That's because we I'll, have like I'll, we have I'll all these like BYB. disabled I'll guys. YB again, but I'm not I'm not entertaining any part of a squadron or anything like that. That's all just right, it's it's so, piazza. Nonetheless, yeah, like he had that channel, the why do I pod? And he's like How did that go? It's still alive. It's still yeah. there. But he changed the name of it, and it's like not here, <laughs> never here ever, or something like that. It used to be called Why Do I Pod, and now it's just called Not Here. So somehow, our guy was able to backtrack to the still active page, but it's no longer Why Do I Pod. Uh, so yeah, very bizarre, bizarre, strange behavior out of the guy uh, that we. Showed a lot of love and support for him, a lot, a lot. So um, uh, I don't know if any, any of the folks out there, some of the new shit that's going on with him, or we can find out. Uh, I, I oh, mean, yeah, driving, maybe. But thank you. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. Don't call in, then, please. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call Dumbfuck Live right now. All right. So they tried to call him, and he didn't pick up. It just went right. It rang once and went right to voicemail. But yes, apparently Kevin Dumbfuck, drunk fuck is gone. He's gone from the internet, just like I predicted during Dabble Court, where I requested if he was found guilty, he would be banished from the Dabbleverse. And even though I lost, all things say. always come up, El Harible. Who are you? 
Oh, hello, I'm a hydrant diff. How are you? Hydrant diff. Are you just going all around your city marking things up with a Sharpie? This seems illegal to me. Yes, I am defacing public property everywhere for the show. Oh, for, for the, the joke. This is great. Yeah. Well, I kind of like this guy. What was his name again? Hydrant Diff. Hydrant Diff. Yeah. Hello, Hydrant Diff. Hello. Uh, I, I Just for the record, I, I once met uh, Shmuel... Uh, what was his name? Shmuel... Uh, I don't know, but it was not the Shmuel... Silverstein. Who was in, yeah, it was not our beloved chatter, Shmuel yeah. Buckman. I know that. Yes, I, I can corroborate that story, yes. Very nice. That's just uh, not true. All right. I, I'm going to let you go, Hydrant Diff. Galaga. Galaga. Good to see you. Stop defacing uh, public property. Yes. Thank God no one knows who you really are, Hydrant Maybe Diff. Holy fuck. Uh, so, yeah. So, Kevin, I guess, is a, officially gone. He has changed the name of his... Because uh, I don't even know if he still has a YouTube, but it was Why Do I Podcast. Now, apparently, is never here, gone forever or some shit. But anyway, I thought that was interesting because the one episode I was watching of Ski Mask, they brought him up. And, yes, I know they took him in and he betrayed them as well. All they did was ask him to watch MLC and he refused. And that's their whole show. How can you not watch if you want to work All with right. them? So and he was like uh, adamant about it. He was yeah. he was like in like condescending uh, to them from what I remember. He did the same thing to me when when I wanted to cover Eric the Midget shit. He was like, ah, this sucks. This is boring. This sucks. And I'm like, wait, what the fuck are we doing? Then? I remember the Bigfoot episode. He did a Bigfoot retrospective with, yeah, with uh, Marco V, our, right? Marco V 193 put together, spent a lot of time to put together a bunch of Bigfoot clips for us to watch. And he, he shit all over everything that uh, yeah. we were watching. That was shitty. Caller, you're on the air. Call. Oh, yeah, this is Mr. Johnson. Hello. I'm Carlos's boss. <gasps> and I'm afraid we're going to have to part ways. Uh, you're not representing us uh, at the at the food circus down here very well with your <laughs> anti-Semitic ways. I just blew a snot rocket so out of my face. I'm afraid we're going to have to part ways as of today. In uh, related news, we now have a deli slicer position open. So if you would like to take that job, Bill Loney, I'm proud to, to offer you that position. At seven fifty an hour, what's the you take it? That's fucking big money, bro. I gotta take it. He's gonna take it. Thank you for calling, Mister Johnson. Although I feel Carlos did nothing to lose his job, but he will find a deli slicing position somewhere else. Thank you, Mister Johnson. When he said seven fifty. He meant seven hundred fifty. No, he meant seven dollars and fifty cents an hour. Shmuel Buckman, thank you for the one ninety nine. That's a percentage of your pay right there for an hour. That was not me, says Shmuel Buckman. Yes, we do not believe that so, you were the person there. I do. So that's Cardiff Sock account, everybody. Oh, well, and, and Shmuel, uh, I'm sorry. That was a little from that was from earlier that chat. He was talking about when uh, the Jewish gentleman called in. He was saying that was not me. Yes. No, we we be, we never believe that was you, Shmuel Buckman. Don't worry about that. American Cupcake, thank you for becoming a YouTube member. And don't forget, tonight we will be doing a members-only live stream for this month of June. Uh, not sure what time yet, but, you know, come hang out or, you know, hit the bell, get notified. Uh, thank you for becoming a member. That is awesome. 
El Haribli, uh, are you yes. planning to do, I mean, in my life, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm sorry to change thoughts in mid-sentence, but no, one of the most do. important events uh, in the Dabbleverse to me that really showed we could be a community even separate and apart from Stuttering John was the Christmas Eve broadcast. While I understand it was the worst Christmas Eve ever yes. for OJ, <laughs> yes. it was the most compelling drama oh. that's ever happened Mm, maybe I will. I might you, have to. Are edit. you going to do a re retrospective? Is there going to, we're coming up on a year. Okay. Yeah. We can do something like maybe I'll do a members only video or something like that. Um, I do have to do a little bit of editing only because of some information that was put out on that right. stream. But I do have it. Yes. Um, I believe I would I love have that. It somewhere. Uh, yeah. I'll figure out something to do with that. And uh, whether we do a stream uh, covering it or, you know, like I said, a members only video. But yeah, we'll do something with that. And uh, someone, yeah, 12, 24, 22, never forget. Thank you, Kinky Loco. We will definitely, because I don't think uh, El Harible has any plans for Christmas Eve, we will definitely do another Christmas Eve live stream and see if we can ruin anyone else's life this, uh, you know, this Christmas Eve. And thank you. We officially hit over 200 viewers during this stream. Uh, I think it was during Vince on youtube which we've never done we we did it with cardiff like last week because cardiff hooked up his channel to mine it wasn't really real um but yes this is the first time we have gotten over 200 viewers so i want to thank you guys that is quite the milestone thank you uh all right so yeah. bill loney you are a kumia's <laughs> cook i'm gonna put you up here with me you wanted me to clip a video which i did Dave Dalafure, thank you, 202. Whoever has the birds chirping, I love it. It gives a little uh, atmosphere. Oh, no, hey, shut up. Don't close that window. No, I loved it. That wasn't, I wasn't All kidding. Right. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> it made me feel like, you know, it's a nice, people are having their breakfast maybe, having Bro, a brunch. These, these fucking birds, these birds at like three o'clock in the morning. Oh, I'm sure. It's, it's terrible. It's but terrible. right now, they give a nice little ambiance to things. So, okay, I'm going to play this clip. You tell me when to pause or when to stop when you've had enough, Bill. But you wanted me to specifically clip this and play it, and you said you were coming in hot. It still has nobody. His sketches are up. Can't hit 100 views. It's been weeks. He's talking about Chad. Have to Chad a fans. Bit. Fast forward a little bit. This is yeah. all MLC. I just I, all of shit. Give me one second. Um, so like his whole thing, um, because he played the hands. Um, he played this steel toe. Yeah, I have it. it it's coming up here. All MLC. All right. All of it. It's gonna come up right here. Had who he was totally on the side oh, of man. until we broke that whole thing up. Just by being right, the triumph. He knows that if he sides with Chad, this rel this small like Tukey level res uh, revel relevance that he's got <gasps> is fucking gone. If he sides with this guy, all right, all right, pause it, please. So, yes. what the fuck does that mean? Like, what what does that mean? Like, I think he's what, saying you, that Tukey not allowed to talk about Chad. No, I thought he was saying that. Tukey and Chad were on the same level, which I, I'm kind of happy about because Chad gets, you know, Chad has a lot of heat going right now. And if Tukey has that same kind of heat, that would be interesting to All me. Right, fair enough. But oh, he was I flat thought. out insulting Tukey. 
Tukey. I, I, I believe so, yeah. But, but, but you had made mention, uh, what was it, Wednesday? Yes. That I'm like your pit bull, and if anybody's being mean to you, yes, like I go after them. And it, it was, it, it's not about somebody being mean to you, right? Like if they could call you a big, dumb fucking retard, right. I don't care. Um, it was just really disingenuous. You're going to hear in the next part um, what really got my tits twisted. All right. Well, untwist those tits. But yes, I like that you're my pit bull. <laughs> and then, you know, the, the uh, B-dabblers and the uh, Rays and all these people, they bail from Chad. It's be- like Aaron, Aaron pretending he's on a different level than my show is insane. All right. Him lumping me in with Ray DeVito is where I take offense. Hey. How dare he? <laughs> yeah, I mean. No, I'm kidding, Ray. I, I love you. I love you, Ray. We're like almost within a thousand subscribers of each other. My views beat his views every other day. It's like we're not on different tiers. And by the way, again, I think a couple oh, thousand of my my you what was that. By the, uh, way, I was just saying, by the way, by the way, by the way, <laughs> by the way, YouTube subscribers the way. are fake. So with uh, with twenty five percent less numbers, I'm beating you on metrics. By all intents and purposes, my fans are more active and engaging. Mm. Now, I'm not saying that's because you buy listeners and followers, but who knows? I do. Who knows? No, I don't even know because where they're you not could. under protection of Big Bad Kevin and Bob anymore. That's the point. Again, that's okay. the point. What protection yeah. did Kevin and Bob afford me? So yeah, I didn't understand this either. Um, Kevin doesn't like me. I don't think. No. Uh, Kevin will not uh, address that I do an impression of him. And my impression is pretty much the impression that everyone does of him. He will not uh, comment on that. He's only said the word bedabbler, I think, for the first time last week. Um, they always pretend they don't know who I am. They don't know who Tuki is. Uh, they just call him Cookie Monster. Uh, and yeah, uh, that's... That's where I, I don't know what he's talking about there because I've never had any kind of protection from Brennan. I've tried to get Brennan's attention. I'm not going to deny that um, because I would love to be on MLC because I think Tukey could be uh, great on MLC. All right. Well, let me ask you a question. What yes. exactly uh, What exactly is protection from Kevin Brennan? What is he going to do? I don't know. I don't know what he's talking he's about gonna, there he's either. Gonna, he's going to show up to your house and call you the gay F slur? I don't know. He's fucking screaming at you? Like, what? what is protection from Kevin Brennan? What is he going to do? I don't know. I don't think Kevin... Yeah, Ke- or Kevin Brennan has no interest in protecting anyone. Uh, I think that's... He's, been... he, his only interest is protecting his YouTube channel. Of he, course. He, like, he stops saying all these words and, and calls them piazzas and right. says all these things to protect his super chats. But what... <laughs> I guess my point is, is like, what what exactly is the the Kevin protection, Kevin Brennan protection umbrella? I guess he's saying like State Farm. I guess he's saying if you're in good with Kevin, you won't get a lot of shit, which isn't true either. Because even when Chad was under the Kevin umbrella, as he put it, Chad was still always getting shit from everyone. Dude, I shit on Chad more under the Kevin umbrella. (laughs) Yeah. No, I don't know. I think he was just using Bedabbler and Tukey as an example. I mean, listen, I am not delusional. I know I have a small audience, but it grows every... I mean, point being, we have 207 viewers right now. This is the most people we've ever had. 
um, my show grows every week and that's great. Uh, and yeah. I appreciate it. I feel like people really um, appreciate, you know, our shows and the work or lack of work that we do to them. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I wish I was under some kind of Kevin Brennan protection. I really wait, wait, do. Again, what what is Kevin Brennan protection? I again, I just think it's like maybe he sees that if you're in with the Kevin crowd, you're not going to be shit on. He, and I, he, I don't know. God, I'm sorry. But I don't. Well, but here's, that's here's not necessarily theory. true. Yes. Well, here's my theory. Right. This is all projection on Aaron. Yes. Right. So he he thinks it's like the old radio days where oh, if you're friends with this one, you won't get fucked with. Everybody right. fucks with everybody. Yep. Yeah, everybody fucks with every, especially in this little corner of the internet. Yeah, everybody fucks with everybody. Yep, and uh, there's no protection. I, I thought it was it was weird. It, it was weird to hear him sort of be condescending, condescending towards like Tuki, and then mention Ray yeah. and say they're no, all part of this little world where it's like. I don't know if he's being morning radio guy. He's got to talk for a long time. I don't think sometimes he, he realizes what he's saying, but it, it did come across sort of douchey. And Aaron's done that before with the yeah. Dabbleverse where he used them. I, I know that show because of the Dabbleverse when he started talking yeah. about stuttering John. And then he walked away from that, which, which is fine, but he's done these little sort of fuck yous to the Dabbleverse uh, here yeah. and there. And I sort of took yeah, that well, like as that. Also, like he he's, has this habit of like, comparing numbers with everybody you know and uh i don't know you have a job during the day you're not tukey 24 hours a day you're not trying to make a living off this so he sort of compares himself who's trying to do this as a career being on youtube with others always strikes me uh, as wrong and and he taught me and he 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 added me once about explaining what a cease and desist order was with what's like well dude i'm not carlos danger 24 hours a day i've received cease and desist orders multiple times i know what the fuck it is John's designated Sorry. driver. Thank you for the $2. El Haribli. It's small, but it grows. Yes, it's growing every week. Look at this. We have over <laughs> we have 213 people. That's amazing to me. And yes, you're absolutely right. We are in I am in a different league than Aaron where I am not doing this to feed my family. Like he has to do these shows and but that's his choice, you know? I mean, I don't know. I don't know how I look at all this because I know like I can be seen as a hypocrite down the road where I'm like, this should all be a hobby. Everyone should have regular jobs that contribute to society. Nothing we're doing here contributes to society except for mindless entertainment. Um, it's hurting. Yeah. Where if anything, we're hurting society and our families by doing this on a Saturday morning. Yes. I hear my family running upstairs right now, all getting ready to eat breakfast without El Harible. Oh, the sacrifices I make to entertain. <laughs> But yeah, you're, that was a good point, though, because, yeah, Aaron does have to do this, um, you know, because, well, again, I, do this as I a, understand all that. Like, living. I get all that. But it mm-hmm. was it was so like, what the fuck, bro? And then yeah. he, he'll call out Chad. He'll call out Chad for not going to DabbleCon and call him a pussy for not going to DabbleCon. But that motherfucker said he was going to go, too. And didn't yeah. show up. that was one of the things that originally bothered me. I was one of the first. Who said, hey, that collection thing is kind of douchey. I think I said that on one of my first streams, but I felt weird because yeah. I, I, st- I still watch their show in the morning. But then, yeah, after DabbleCon, I was like, ah, that was kind of crappy. I, f- I felt like I just felt like everyone was kind of used in a way, which is yeah. fine. Again, yeah. this is all this is all nothing. This is all stupid. But, you know, 
at the same time, I'm not going to go on and pretend that I'm a big fan of some other like universe just because I feel like I can, you know, bring over some people. Yeah. But well, that, I don't was, know. that was my whole point. It was just like, what? I don't know. Like, this is all projection. Well, honestly, I, I look, bro, if Kevin Brennan came after me on YouTube, I wouldn't give a shit. I'd be thrilled. Yeah, it'd be <laughs> hilarious. Right. Yeah, and, it'd be I, awesome. And I mean, honestly, the only reason that Steel Toe is even alive in my universe, and I feel like in a lot of people's universe, is because of NLO. If I wasn't watching yeah. NLO, I wouldn't know what they're doing over there on Steel Toe anymore. Yeah, but Steel Toe is, you know, they do uh, shows with Yuzi, uh, mm -hmm. with Carl. Sure. I got to say, well, I mean, they're, they, they're still, they have they're they, Steel Toe has he's got an audience. He's yeah. he had an audience before yeah. he stumbled into the Devilverse, and he has an audience after the Devilverse. So he's got mm -hmm. uh, he's got his core audience that aren't going anywhere. So he, he's going to be fine. Yeah, 100 percent. No, they're doing their I, thing and they'll be fine. I'm a fan of Steel Toe. What? I have no beef with that. What? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I like Steel Toe. I like NLO. Were you a Steel Toe listener before all the Dabbler stuff or the, the Dabbler stuff? No, no. It, um, when Aaron was on WATP that first time, then I checked in. And it, <laughs> I don't want to sound like an asshole, but it's good background, background noise. You asshole. Yeah, I know. Did you want me to keep playing this clip, or was that pretty nah, much it? you can end it, dude. I, I, it's just, okay. the whole thing was, it, it really fucking pissed me off, only because, only, and again, he can say, you know, that you suck. I'm not going to get involved, but right. to, to, to sit there and be like, oh, well, you know, now all of a sudden, because uh, Chad's off MLC, everybody's going to pile on, because, of, you know, out of the protection of Kevin Brennan was just, I don't know, that... It's ridiculous. It was absolutely ridiculous. Well, I, I gotta say this about uh, Aaron, though. He did say he was detaching himself from the dabble verse at one point, and but he's he wasn't not. gonna cover. He wasn't gonna cover Chad anymore. He was done with all of it, he but still he does. still seems to be here covering yeah. everything that yeah. he said he wasn't going to. He uses my like I I I I bring I I send him content. I send him Chad content. Use can'ts ever leaves. Once you're in the dabble verse, true. We all know this. Every time I try to get in or try to get out, they pull me back in. Exactly. All right. All right we're going to do a new segment on the show now. It's one minute of Ken Otto with the news. Hey, good evening. You are number one. Hello. people are we going to get at the start of the show that's a good question always wonder like how long it takes everybody to settle in give us the news ken what's going on today ken ken can you hear me what did you see today that you wanted to talk about well i mean there's a whole trump thing we can talk about trump uh, Ken, I don't think you can hear I'm me. Looking for some topics that Andrea mentioned. 
Oh, apparently the Robin's news was way too loud That's over Ken. For at the moment. All right, and that was our Ken Auto news segment of the day. Thank you. We're going to try and do that weekly. I have to fix it, and I'll probably do it pre-edited and recorded. I just tried to do that on the fly. Apparently, the Robin's news music was way too loud. I did fantasize El Hardyblay back when Casey was wrecking his printer that if he had just put photos of Ken Otto is a Nazi sympathizer all over. I don't know if I said that word correctly, but how yeah. great would that have been? If it... <laughs> there he is. Here you that go, Ken. Been... I'm going to send Casey some Ken Otto stickers. I have extra Ken Otto stickers. Uh, and uh, if you would like some Ken Otto stickers, including some El Harible stickers and a personalized headshot of El Harible, send $5 on Venmo to El Harible. Make sure you send me your address uh, somehow, either in the comments or send me an email. But yeah, I have sent some of those out. I just pull a handful of uh, Ken Otto and El Harible stickers in the envelope along with a personalized headshot. And uh, thank you for talking about Ken Otto stickers. Uh, I do have... Have yes. Two broken printers I can send to Casey. Oh, yes, please do. I would love to watch a segment every week where Casey just smashes shit. <laughs> that would be great. Hell yeah. Like, yeah. bam. And bam. All right, guys, we are at an hour and 56 minutes. Um, again, we're not going to get to our uh, Mike Francesa prank calls. But that just <laughs> gives me a reason to bring you on again, William Bill Loney. Where can everyone find your stuff, including your live streams of Kumia's Cooks? I'm going to put it into the chat. Okay. My phone actually decides to work. Um, it's Bill Loney, 5300. Oh, thank you, OJ. Um, I don't know. I just cook some shit and talk shit, get drunk. That's pretty much what I do every day. It's a good time, and you get to, you know, learn how to cook some food and or just watch Bill Loney cook some food. Yeah, I'd do whatever. Uh, Cardiff had made mention that he wants to do, like, a cook-off with me. So Ooh. look forward to that. That would be interesting. Well, thank you for being with us. And uh, again, I'll bring you on and thank we'll you. talk about Mike Francesa. I promise. Yeah. yeah. Just so many <laughs> things happening in the Dabbleverse. I got so. you, brother. I got you. Carlos, Carlos is good hanging out with you, buddy. Always. Yeah, good nice to, to see you, Bill. With Carlos Danger. Carlos, where can everyone find you? The newly monetized Carlos. Go over to one of Carlos's live streams and send him a couple of bucks to congratulate him. Yeah, thank you. It's. Uh... YouTube at Insufferable Bastards Podcast, I think. Yes, thank you, OJ. And I did it a, an episode yesterday with OJ. We talked about, for about an hour, the Iron Sheik, and then this whole comparison of Pat Cooper to Kevin Brennan. Yeah, that's a good... That's a definitely a good point. Yeah, and we did lose uh, you know, some people this week, but I figured it was so long ago that it wasn't worth really right. talking about. Moves too fast. Also, just one real quickly. Today, actually, is the 200th episode of the Ski Mask Collective. So congratulations to Ski Mask and oh, wow. Jim Stansel and Stevie Lou and God yes, bless America. Congratulations to all those guys. Um, yeah, we did lose the Iron Sheik, uh, a popular Stern guest in the uh, serious years. And uh, also Pat Cooper, who I uh, have a uh, place in my heart for i always love pat cooper pat cooper reminded me of one of my great uncles my uncle Vinny, who used to yell at me all the time 
and and uh, I loved I, I loved my uncle Vinny, and he reminded me of Pat Cooper. Uh, Pat Cooper was a fantastic guest. I I know a lot of people were saying I didn't even know Pat Cooper was still alive. Yes, Bill Loney. Your uncle Vinny. Yes, he was adopted. Shut up. <laughs> But uh, yeah, but but Pat Cooper dying, it definitely hit me. I did know Pat Cooper was still alive because I I follow Pat Cooper on Instagram, uh, and uh, that one that one I wouldn't say it hurt because you know I didn't know the guy and he was old, but I did reach out to my dad and uh, I told him I said, "Hey, Pat Cooper passed away." He was kind of bummed out. That was something that we both uh, related to. Caller, you're on the air. Oh, hey guys, how you doing? How's, how'd the show go? Oh, things are great, Cardiff. How are you? How was your good, whatever good. you were you had doing? A good show. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I've been watching. What's going on? Uh, nothing. We're just uh, wrapping up. Did you? Oh, you're still on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still on. Oh, oh, nobody, nobody would know. That's true. Hey, we got over two hundred. We got over two hundred viewers today on YouTube for the first time, Cardiff. That was a big milestone. I remember the first yeah, time. Yeah. I I remember the first time you got over two hundred. You know how I know? Because I was there. We actually reached two hundred and twenty-six. Was our high point? Two twenty-six with the right? Probably because you had all those fake Cardiffs on today. That's true. Yeah, we met a lot of new friends today. A lot of new friends. Yeah. Yeah. I hope you're arrested. I actually have been. Oh, me out. This is your one call. Shut yeah. the fuck up, Ray. Yeah, I tried to make fire. I tr- I tried to make police car diff, and that didn't go over well. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. All right, wonderful. All right, well, I was gonna say, would that have been a pig diff? Oh, how dare you, Car- <laughs> Cardiff? If you need money for bail, Carlos was recently monetized. <laughs> Galaga. <laughs> Galaga. All right. But yes, please go to uh Carlos Danger's uh newly monetized YouTube site. Go support him at Insufferable Bastards. And uh yeah, anything else you guys Well, we're gonna be back on later. Yes, we'll be back on later tonight. Uh we might do a thing. Maybe we'll watch something. The, the The good thing about the members only live streams is that I don't monetize them, so we can do whatever we want. I think, like as far as that goes, pretty much, like right. Or can you still get shut down? I, I, I check with Vince, the lawyer. That'd be my advice. I'm, I I feel like as long as you're not monetizing anything, like who gives a shit, right? But I don't know. Well, I guess we'll learn tonight. Uh, OJ, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, I think I think we pretty much covered everything that we wanted to cover today all right guys we will see our members only tonight thank you to my guests carlos uh carlos danger bill loney vince the lawyer all the diffs cardiff and always be dabbling hello everyone this is your favorite world famous host stuttering john thanks for watching be dabbling live with el hori blade Leave them a voicemail anytime and we'll play it on the show. 973-440-9770. Follow at El Hor Eblay on Twitter at BDabbler. Follow OJ on Twitter at Obnoxious John. Till next time, be dabbling. Kiki, yeah!